What's going on, everybody? I'm the big homie. And it's your boy, G.I. And this is Chef Beck. And you are listening to That's What's Up, a show about people bringing topics to the table. Me, G.I., nor Chef Beck are familiar with. For real? But uh, I, I feel like we're all familiar with this topic today. Oh, yeah. I, yes, I, feel like, I feel like everybody on the table is well aware of what's going on. Somebody tell them what it's about. Well, the topic for today's show is the essence of the black man in America. Yes, ma'am. That's so serious. It, it, it sounds great. It, it's very serious. Yeah. That hits you hard first time yeah. you hear Somebody that, don't fail. That, that's, that's, how, that's how good it yeah, sounds. somebody fell down. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I leave there on my way I'm up lying. the stairs. I ain't gonna lie. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was rushing to get up here to my computer. I said, "Cool." Oh, Tripped wow. down the stairs. Oh my lord! But um, we have a special guest in the house, Chef. Do you want to introduce him? Yes, yes. Coming to the mic, we have the legendary. My uncle, the, the my homie, Blackfoot <laughs> Uak. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Blackfoot brother Munir Uak in the house. What's good? What's hood? What's Hollywood? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we are so, so favorite to have you on the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you, all three of you, for allowing me this avenue. I haven't done this in maybe centuries. I don't know how long, but um, definitely appreciate this moment. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, sir. We appreciate it. That's appreciate what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gr, you want to kick it off? You want to kick this topic off well, for us? I mean, I, I feel like the first thing in order that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Can can you can you explain the nickname? The, the black, black the black foot. It's not a nickname. Okay, go it's ahead. not a nickname. So what black is foot is a name that I changed legally back in '93. I was doing what I call a vision roots quest, which is all about finding about you know finding finding out who's who in your family tree, um, where you came from, uh, what's your purpose. You know, I was on that mission, and um, I've been pretty much like that for a while, even prior to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so my name, uh, Blackfoot, was named after my great-great-grandfather. Uh, I named myself after my great-great-grandfather, uh, Lee Burns, who's from the Blackfoot tribe. And his wife, Mary Burns, was from, Cher- from the Cherokee tribe, from Moss Point, Mississippi. So this, this information was passed down to me by my, uh, by my, by my, by my mom, basically. And um, so I... I at the time, I was doing a lot of like black, 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 you know, red, black and green. Black is this, black is that, just black awareness, not knowing that I had this red energy in me. So I embraced it. Um, prior, prior to Blackfoot uh, was Munir, Munir Mujid Muxin, which was my Islamic name that was given to me by a man from Rochester uh, mm-hmm. back in 87. And uh, so I rocked with Munir from like 87 to 93. And um, then I changed it to Blackfoot Brother Munir, uh, UOC, in 93, legally changed my name. And my mom blessed me. So I, you know, I was like, okay, so it's on now. You know, right. she was all right with it. So, so that's, that's your name. That's my legal Black, Blackfoot is your name. Yes, sir. That's what's up. Right. That is what's, that's up. what's up right there. 
Yep, Blackfoot Brother Munir. Uwak, and Uwak is a name that I created, which means Universal Angel of Change. Mm. So, nice. So, or Underground Agent of Change. Depends on how I'm rolling. You feel right, me? Right, okay. right, yeah. <laughs> I like that underground. I like Why? the underground spot, yeah. Funky to it. That's, that's, that's dope. Yeah, I like that. You know, as, as a black man or as a black person in this country, we've been through so much and our ancestors have been through so much. Our parents have been through so much. So many of us are still trying to find out who we are. You know, what is our purpose? What is our genealogy? Where did we come from? Well, you know, we, we, we know most of us know the whole history. So um, many of us are still trying to find out that purpose. You know, so that's 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 a part of that that process mm-hmm. i'm glad you um that you explained that because because that kind of leads me into uh, a question that i want to bring to you um when we talk about uh embracing black men you've done your research and you've kind of embraced your heritage on top of that so that kind of adds it and makes it more whole um but how soon do you think uh our as a society as family how soon? How soon should we look at our black, our young black youth, or black men? Period, and embrace them and show them the ropes on, you know, how to, uh, you know, yes, and and embrace themselves as 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 you did. Right. Well, immediately. I mean, uh, it, it's so important because during the eighties, my hometown is. Rochester, actually, I was, I was, I was, uh, I grew up in Rochester. Now that's what's up. Shout <laughs> out to the Rock, yo. <laughs> so, coming out of the Rock, um, though, though my birthplace was in Cleveland, Ohio, I was only there for two weeks, so that don't really count much. <laughs> no, that don't count. That don't count. So, uh, growing up in Rochester, it was like, you know, it's 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 tough. It was tough, you know, just just being a black young boy, you know. Mm-hmm identify again self you know purpose and whatnot and my my thing was okay well i see a lot of black folks fighting each other black folks doing this against each other there's gangs there's hustles there's all all types of things that are popping off but i don't see any unification i don't see any movement i don't see anything that reflects you know who we are as a people so i started reading some ebony uh uh books that was based on our heritage and I started just becoming self-aware and I think that's the important key uh, to identify the youth and and the the adults who are interested in trying to find out uh, who they are you know and and embracing that because that's the key to uh, um, respecting each other and making that connection with our ancestors and our parents and our parents parents because that in in essence, connects our values and our morals and our principles, and, and more than anything, the respect that we have for each other. You know, right? Mm-hmm. And that takes us to the next level. That's that's that can that can move us as a mm-hmm. people. You know, and, and it takes it takes time. It takes effort. It takes energy. It takes research. It takes reading. It takes a lot of rehab. You know, because mm-hmm. been through a lot all types of trauma. So it, it's 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 a lot. It's it's a, it's a big movement. Right. Man. It's ongoing. It never stops. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't because we're the descendants of uh, a, 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 the biggest Holocaust, I would say, in, mm-hmm. in, in human history. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the romantic slave trade. You know how you know 
the whole slave trade, the whole abuse and the rapings and the killings and the, the lynching and the, the, the et cetera, you know, mm -hmm. on and on, and how we were just, just degraded, dehumanized. Victim, and, victimized too. Victimized, everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yet we still are expected to keep up and, and move ahead of the game. You know, we're expect we're still expected to uh, be the best, you know, outside of the fact that we were last in line and we weren't even in line when the race was going. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we, we, we were still expected to be over and beyond you know, with with all those atrocities that were passed down to us, you know, through our through our heritage. You know, here in this country, so we we, we still got a ways to go. Yeah, right, man. Beck, you you weren't playing. I told you. <laughs> I, I love told it you. though. I love yeah. it though. Yes, it's amazing, and he's spot on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So accurate. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. amazing. It's a lot. And and like he said, the, the movement hasn't it stopped. It, it's continuing. Every every black boy that's born, um, it, it, it's another one in the cycle, another one in line. What are you going to do? And it, it comes down to how we're raising them, what we're putting in our children, what we're instilling in them as as black people and um, being proud of what we are, even even the atrocities that we've been through. Um, we still stand as a proud people. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And, and we have to continue to do that. Knowing thyself, having love for self, having love for our brothers, our sisters, our mothers, our fathers, our children. We, we have to have more love and empathy uh, toward each other. Mm -hmm. The hate that has been passed down to us is, is the hate that created hate, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're still suffering from that hate, you know, mm -hmm. the hating of each other, you know, based on the atrocities that we've been through, based on uh, 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 not having what we need in, in, in order to be progressive, you know, not having the proper tools to be to be a farmer, not having uh, a, a good housing, you know, mm -hmm. not having privilege to good housing, even if we had the credentials. Mm -hmm. Fighting in different wars and coming back to this country and not being respected, not being provided the necessary credential or, or, or support systems to to be successful in this country. So it, it's a lot of different barriers and obstacles and ill biologicals that are in place that were set up to keep us back and that are still set up to keep us back. And mm -hmm. we have to get past that, you know, because. Yes. It's, 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 it's so beyond this, you know, in terms of just as being a species, you know what I mean? It's like we're, we're living in a, in a time frame where we're, where we're stuck, you know, now we're looping again. You know, we listening to this person who's running this country and he's pretty much given the okay for white supremacists to run the city. Yeah, run. stand by. <laughs> stand back, hold up. Just, yeah. Just, just wait a second. If things don't go right, if things don't go the way I need them to go, then set it off. Basically, right. what he's saying. So it's 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 a divisive. Uh, uh, it's it's almost like he's a cell. <laughs> you know, right. it's like he's a cell, a tyrant. <laughs> and yeah. He's really he's divided this country. He's divided people, and for the most part, we have to get ourselves together because we've been going through so much trauma 
for so long, for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's, we just got to get it together, you know? And it's going to be very difficult because we have to form a nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to form a nation. And, mm-hmm. and it's not monolithic. So that's going to be very difficult. Look, Frederick Douglass and W.E. Du Bois, they was going at it. They tried to, you know, they had different views. You know, uh, um, uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, they had different views. Mm-hmm. Khan and uh, Jesse Jackson, different views. We, we, there's, it, we're so diverse, you know, it's, so it's going to be very difficult to try to bring all black people together. It's mm-hmm. going to be extremely difficult. But what what can be done is, and I think the Nation of Islam did a, is is a prime example. Is to form a nation. You yeah. got the nation, and and you have to have land. You have to have independence, mm-hmm. and and that's that's going to require a lot a lot of work. You need a, a straight up committed team of individuals to come together and create this big black family and move it forward. You know, got to move it forward. I agree. Um, I remember in my time coming up, I was born in 78, um, coming up. So in the eighties and nineties, there were profound black male leaders that, uh, my father's one of them, the, the imam at the masjid, but there were just people in Rochester that were leaders. Um, so when, when I say the essence of a black male today in today's America, how would you think or what would you what steps would you take or what would you advise to to recognize and push forth a black leader, male leader? It starts with education. It starts I would I would implement um, educational programs in community centers mm-hmm. and uh, on the web on, on the internet uh, through different social media um, sites and just push um, black empowerment, push black awareness, black love, and mm-hmm. through music, through entertainment, because that's mm-hmm. we're big on that. Yeah, you know, we're leading uh, ethnicity on entertainment, and so I would definitely work through music, through song, through dance, um, even through what's going on with this whole COVID and racial injustice and. Uh, people were unemployed. People are still out there dancing. They still uh-huh. out there rapping. They still yep. out there singing. <laughs> they still out there joking, clowning. Mm-hmm. And so, reaching through that, we got to reach them through that. And the youth, we we, we have to reach them through that because mm-hmm. that's what the youth is hip to. You know, the youth is hip to that. That's that's what they gravitate toward. You yeah, know? we got to get them with, where where they gravitate at and put in that information. You know, I saw something um, about a month ago. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, the Rough Riders Chronicles on BET. Um, uh, I don't have television. Uh, so. <laughs> okay, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> if it ain't Netflix <laughs> or Hulu. Okay, right. we got to have it. Okay, we'll go well, ahead. Just, just a quick synopsis of it. It was just, you know, about the rise and... so so called fall of Rough Riders, you know. Uh, I heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Series. I see it. Yep. It was pretty. It was. It was really interesting. Um, but what really caught my eye um, in the later part of the series, I want to say it was probably episode four or episode five. Um, 
Rough and and this is alluding to what you just explained. Um, uh, Rough Riders Camp set up a um, uh, they they set up shop in Rochester, mm-hmm. and they sold the city. They said Rochester, New York, and they you know they showed Mayor Lovely Warren. We're not gonna get into that. That was Matthew. the last episode. <laughs> but um, cops came yeah. to my door and everything. Okay, not stop. Today. <laughs> not <saying>. today. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not, not today, Isaac. But alluding to uh, your uh, to to what you just said, uh, they they made a foundation in Rochester, Rough Riders Camp. Right. Um, and it, it kind of struck me because you know I'm not no, no longer in Rochester, but I have people there. You know, Beck is still there. Uh, family and friends are still there. Right. Um, but and I don't hear the excitement or the the attitude like okay you know here's somebody that here's here's a group of a record company that's coming to our city and embracing us and um making a foundation for our, our youth now what they were what they have created was from what i just saw briefly in that docuseries um you know just um you know, centers, kind of like how you and I grew up back, you know, with mm-hmm. Boys and Girls Club and things of that nature. You know, those type of things are, are great, but we're talking about Rough Riders, you know, Def Jam. We're talking about a company that's um, that's up there, that has, you know, some pedigree right. that, that could do just a little bit more to just set up some computers and workshops for, for our youth. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of get, brings me to uh, a question that I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> excuse me, um, when it comes to us embracing our, our youth and embracing our, our black men, um, with that being said, is there like, a, do you feel that there's a stigma to that? Is there just something that we, that even our black people just give us and say, okay, that's enough? So your question is, is there a stigma, like a stereotype, like something that is like, what do you mean? More more so like a, not not too much of a stereotype, but just um, w- what you were calling for is more action and more, and more education. Mm-hmm. Um, they just want to give us like the, the, the tables on the crumb and this, and this swoop in and swoop out and say, okay, yeah, I did my job for my people, but that's not enough. We're asking for like, like Beck uh, illustrated leaders, you know, people that we could actually look up to outside of the home. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think it's important to, there has to be sacrifices has to be made. You know, there has to be sacrifices. They have to be made. And, and, and certain individuals who are willing to make that sacrifice, uh, like, you know, Al-Hajj Malik Al-Shabazz, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and die for the, for, for, for the Black family, you know? But, but, but then again, like I said, it, it, I, I truly believe it needs to be nation-based. It has to be a nation. You, you can't go out there trying to save a people who many may not want to be saved. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? Because they will try to kill mm. you, mm. you out. You dig? And, and that's what happened with Al-Hajj Malik Al-Shabazz. You know, mm-hmm. he sacrificed his life. And we're just now finding out that this guy in New Jersey who was... right. You know, the direct person who had the 
the, 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 the you know, he, he was the person. The kill shot. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, mm-hmm. once, you know, they did a Netflix that the brother, I think his name is um, Rahman Muhammad Abdur. He did the documentary on. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That they documentary was amazing. Yeah. They got yeah. The, like the final week or so. In the- when he found the guy. Yeah. He died. Yeah. So, he, he, he died. Yep. That was it. What happened? He died? He's like, yeah. Did somebody kill him? Like, what happened? So, you know, we have we have leaders who make sacrifices and then they're taken out. Martin Luther King taken out. You dig mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. and I, it's still here. Farrakhan <laughs> has a nation. Farrakhan has economic empowerment. He has a team. He has he has families within families. So we need to look at the nation of Islam and see what they're doing and how we can do something similar to that. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? For those who who, dig, yeah. who aren't, you know, interested in like uh, aligning themselves with um, Islam, but aligning themselves with black nationalism. With black nationalism, right. yeah. It has nothing to do with religion. You dig what I'm saying? Right. So, right. so if it's going to be black nationalism, then we have to think about, okay, well, how are we going to take that? Who's going to be a part of that? How are we going to, how are we going to pull it together? You know, and are we going to be, are we going to be smart about it? You know, are we going to really be smart? Are we going to look at the past, look at the X's, the King's, the W.B. Du Bois's, the Marcus Garvey's, the Frederick Douglass's, the Nat Turner's? Like, are we going to look at that? There's the Sojourner Truths, the Harriet Tubman's. Are we going to look back and say, OK, well, this is what we got to do based on what happened in the past and what not to do based mm-hmm. on what happened in the past. You dig what I'm saying? If we're going to do it, we got to do it right. We got to use technology. We gotta be smart. We gotta use entertainment. We gotta have our own educational system. We gotta do research. We gotta be based on. It has to be science based. It has to be fact based, and it has to be you know a, a lot of love. <laughs> it has mm-hmm. to right. be honored and hard truth. Well, I'm thinking in this time we actually have an advantage over all those names you named because of technology. You know, mm-hmm. we have a broader spectrum sitting in our living room or in our bedroom on the in the bed on the couch to reach millions of people nationwide, mm-hmm. you know, internationally from okay. our room. And I think so, the key word that that Unc just said throughout all that, what you said was just, was was on point and dead ass. But the key word that he said was willing. Yeah. That's, you know, and and it's up to, you know, um, not to cut you off, Unc, but it's up to like, you know, this type of platform that we have here, right here with That's What's Up and and other brothers and sisters that are, are willing to, are willing, <laughs> quote right. unquote, willing mm-hmm. to to step up to the plate some some in some way. You know what I mean? So I think that was beautiful what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to not to interrupt, but um, there is a fourth person on this call that yet to hear from. I know we kind of just read with it. Yeah. You know how I get with this yeah. type of stuff, though. But he's a what, what, what beautiful, he's a beautiful African American male. Yeah, the big and he, homes. He, and our, our big homie is is in in this generation that we're talking about. This okay. young generation. So I'm very curious and eager to hear your thoughts, big homes. Yes, you know. I appreciate the we have to find people who are willing, but I think that the bigger question should be, once those people step up to the plate, what kind of content are you supposed to create? You know? I mean, statistically, almost almost everyone on in, in the planet 
has, you know, a device in their pockets that they can use to pull up whatever content somebody decides to put out there on the internet. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that getting people to step up to the plate is enough. I, I feel like there's there's got to be more of a plan in line, you know. Now, I'm not saying that we have to decide what kind of content, you know, we we, you know, put out, you know, before these people you know, are allowed to make up their own minds, you know, oh, well, I want to put this out. No, well, you know, you're going to put this out, you know, to spread the word about black <laughs> excellence in the world. You know, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, that, you know, there, there's there's just got to be a little more lining in there, you know. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Not, not everyone is like the four of us on this call, you know, who can say we have this amazing idea. Let's execute said idea. You know, people need guidance. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what y'all were saying earlier. You know when when is the best time to you know em, em, embrace you know the the black men you know in the world? Well, the the time is now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know absolutely. Give give them, give them a little guide. You know <clears throat> guidance, embrace, but lead at the same time. You know, and I think that way we'll be able to you know create the content necessary that will allow everyone to become influenced by what we actually have to say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And the person that comes to mind, um, just with the simple, like you said, uh, back, just pulling out your device, your phone, your your tablet, whatever, whatever, um, is, is actually a brother from Rochester. Uh, his name is Chaz Bruce. Mm-hmm. Now, now, this brother is all over TikTok. Okay. Um. And he does great content, but um, he actually, during the summertime, um, in the midst of uh, COVID, uh, created a TikTok party uh, for, you know, children of Rochester. Um, And he's using something, you know, that everyday people use and go on there and, you know, do random things that I, I don't know what's on TikTok. I don't follow it. I don't know. But this brother made a dance party and he's got children, um, you know, embracing um, African dancing. And I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's a great illustration of what both Unk and Isaac were just uh, alluding to. Yeah, social well, media, entertainment, mm-hmm. those are two key components to accessing uh, our youth and um, those who are in the forefront of of technology, you know, the digital world. And it's, it's, it's two areas where we can use to deliver ideology, messages, and so forth and so on. And I agree, we, we definitely need a plan. We need plans within plans. And we need a team of planners that are really devoted to creating this platform and putting that inf- information out there. Um, I think Killer Mike hit it on the nail quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We need to um, let go of certain things and go hard at others. Yes. You know, like like true sacrifices, not just talking about it, but being about it, going out there and making it happen. And, and, and that's all it takes. That's all it takes. So what are your thoughts on... Um, <clears throat> the the young black males that you've been seeing at the protests. So there's been tons of protests since what, April? Here in Rochester alone, there's like 
for the last three weeks, there's been a protest every night. I've been seeing a lot of young black males um, on the front lines at these protests. The one that I tuned into live, they had quite a few local um, spoken word artists speaking to the crowds. Um, have you had a chance to take a look at any of those? Uh, I, I have seen quite a few protests throughout this whole COVID. I've seen protests uh, prior to COVID. I've seen protests in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> we've been protesting. We've been singing. And mm-hmm. um, we've been doing a lot for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I think that it's, it's, it's something that requires a more radical step, a more yeah, radical yeah. action that has to be organized. It has to be smart. It has mm. to be it, with integrity and at the same time, strategic. It mm. has to be strategic because the only way, as far as I'm concerned, is that, that we're going to be valued is when we take it to the next level. Right. That's mm. the only way I think that we're going to be respected as an eth- ethnic group. You know, mm. so right. the black mm-hmm. man, black woman. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, if we accept being brutalized, bruised up, bloodied up. Mm-hmm. It's slavery since the Jim Crow, since segregation, since the, the, the protests. You know, we go to Vietnam, we, we, we fight the Vietnamese, we come back, we get beat up on the head. We, mm-hmm. we war in World War II with the Germans, we come back, we get beat up. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here we are now in, the, in 2020, mm-hmm. we're still getting beat up. Still getting beat up. How many right. protests does it take? I mean, I appreciate and I, I love to see the youth. I love to see the diversity. I, I mean, I think that's incredible. I think it's taking protesting to another level. It's right. a thing, you know? However, are we being looped or are we really breaking that cycle of systemic racism, structural racism? Are we really targeting the heart of the problem or are we just kind of like uh, pressing on the chest? You know, like, what are we really doing? Right. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. my question as well. Um, it's, it's one of the reasons why, you know, Chef Beck has not participated in any protests. I choose to fight um, on the side because you need people at the table planning. And so that's why what I choose. I try to give uh, plant seeds in um, these young folks' heads and so when when I plant these seeds and then it sprouts and they're in a situation, they remember the seed I planted. So it's as if they thought of it themselves and then they move forward. So that's what I'm trying to do. Um, me and my group of friends are planting seeds. And not only are we planting seeds, but we're also planting unity. So when I hear someone say something about, you know, the things that's going on in reference to a black person, you say, shh, don't post that. Don't say that. Let's keep that to you. We'll discuss it later, you know, amongst us as a people. But, (laughs) you know, because, I mean, if you look at our our lighter, fairer-skinned people in the world, very rarely, unless they're talking about the leader of this country, do they speak ill and even him, do they speak ill of him on the camera? Right. Yo, 
But when they get behind closed doors, I bet they chewing him a new one. Like, man, you can't go out there like that, man. Say this, say this, you know? So it's it's like, why can't we as a people be the same way? Right. Wait till we get home to, to chastise us. But in, when we in front of that camera, we in the front. No, we united. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. We have I to totally agree with that. Right. We have to be on a united front. We can't be ticking, tacking, you know, toward, tipping, tapping toward each other like that in, 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 in on camera. <laughs> and in yeah. today's time, that will be used forever. It will be me forever. Oh, yes. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> There's no going back. There's no fixing it. There's no trying to, uh, um, you know, uh, change it up. It, mm-hmm. it's, once it's said, it's done and over with. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's and that was going to lead me into a question about Beck. You kind of just like really just brought it brought it to attention, to the table's attention. Unc, I wanted to get your take on um, how you felt about media mm-hmm. and, and how 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 significant of a part does that play. Um, on black lives. Um, can, black can I can I jump in for a second? Can I Go jump for, in for one second? Go for it, brother. Before before you answer that question, let me ask you: Do you use social media? Yeah. <laughs> you talking I, to me or Unc? Unc. Oh. I, I use. Instagram. <clears throat> I've been unplugged from Facebook for I think three years now. Uh, I use Instagram. I actually just started using it maybe within the last eight, nine months, though I've been on it since mm-hmm. maybe 20, what, 12, maybe, um, mm-hmm. on and off, just doing family stuff, you know, just showing butterflies and, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but um, as a tool to agitate and educate, I it, it's, it's I haven't used it to that degree because um, I actually work for the government. I'm, I'm a, an administrator for the Department of Education. So mm. it's difficult to be on the front line when you're still on the planet, yeah. so to speak. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and we're in a, 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 a system where anything can be taken out of context, and then that's your job, that's your mortgage, that's your house, mm-hmm. your car payment, that's, you know what I'm saying? So, that's so you're why, playing it safe. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, has gotcha. he has to. He has to. Play it safe. Yeah, play it safe. I'm economically independent. We have to be economically independent. And that's that's the reason why I keep going back with the fact that the Nation of Islam is a prime example of economic empowerment. You know? Right. And it's like independence without the direct cost of bloodshed because we all know that revolution in order to have a true revolution it somebody has to die there has to be bloodshed there's, yeah. there's no nonviolent revolution there's no we are the world revolution don't work that way it don't mm-hmm. and history has shown it you know looking at the french revolution the, <clears throat> the american revolution the chinese revolution all these revolutions involve bloodshed and in order for us to really really take it to that level we have to be organized. We have to be strategic. We have to be guerrilla warfare. We have to have land. We have to have independence. We have to, you know, it has to be holistic because we, we're talking about not just people who are conscious and aware and who are educated and who are healthy, but we're talking about people who are, who have been traumatized, people who've been sexually abused, people who've been 
mentally abused. We're talking about people who have disabilities. We're talking about a whole variety of different things that are happening, different factors to this whole movement. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so it, 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 it's a lot involved, and you, we need a tight team in order to make that happen, to really bring, bring Black nationalism to a higher level you know, of activity and, and results. You know, Dr. What's the brother name? Umar Johnson. What's his name? Dr. The brother that's doing his own school and um, get his. You guys probably know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, what's his name? So he's doing his thing. You know, he, yeah. <clears throat> he's he's starting his own school and he's 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 going for the whole independence, which is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool. Um, but are we moving as a progressive black? family or are we moving in separate in, in, in increments you know are we there's a black movement over here there's a black movement over there right a, you know we're scattered you dig right. what I'm so and so. that's the thing that's the thing Unc. it's like um everyone has their own movement going on and it's so divided it's this is a a, a culture of people that it seems like they were we were designed to to move forward but in, within your own family right and mean? it's and yeah your own family so you can go ahead and get your family of people here but everyone else is still fighting that same fight and going those same obstacles that you went through so it's at what point do we just say okay we don't have to be divided i cannot before, anymore before anymore. you ju- before you jump in unk uh back i think um one one caveat to that mm-hmm. it's just getting rid of that word movement period mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um because being black is not a movement and and i heard lebron say this um in a, in a conference one time one time after a game or something like that we was asked a couple questions about it uh you know the players protesting and everything mm-hmm. black is not a movement that's what we are right. um and to it, the, you know, the movement part was just added because of media. You know what I'm saying? That's got to have a title. As Isaac, as you know, just as well as I do, that everything starts from the, from the top and goes to the bottom. So with that, if it with, ain't trending, you got to yeah, know. Right. Yeah. So I'm that's exactly. So that's how it gets attention with that movement part added to it. But this is called it what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like Unk said, it's, it's a revolution. It's a black revolution. Right. You know what right. I mean? Well, in order for that to happen, the, the revolutions result in independence, land, bloodshed. Mm-hmm. The, the land lists against the landlords, basically. You know, mm-hmm. what are we going to do to get land ownership and economic empowerment through certain resources? You know, we we you know it, it's it, it's a it's a big undertaking. You know, it's a hu- huge undertaking. And are we ready for that? Mm-hmm. And the way it looks today, it looks like we're still. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it feels like we we have a foot. We have two feet in the door as opposed to people before us that had one. But there's still someone pulling our shirt. You know how you grab your son or your daughter and pull them, holding on to them so they don't get too far. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Someone. It still feels like we're being held back. We're we're pushing towards the toward the finish line but someone's pulling our shirt wait a minute wait a minute and i feel hold on now it's us good um 
I totally agree with with that, Chef, because we were already in the door. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go back into the history, you know, during the six, you know, the sixties and the seventies, we had the whole body in the door. You know what I'm saying? We had the whole body in the door with Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. We had the whole body in the door with all the black towns back mm-hmm. in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. We had the whole yeah. and, 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 and and we we were ready then. Mm-hmm. What happened? What what happened? We, we were we were attacked. We were shot. We were lynched. We were raped. Communities burnt to the to the ground. We allowed the fear to to penetrate deeper than it should have. Mm. And now that fear is 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 passed down from generation to generation to generation. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the biggest fear shouldn't even be on us <clears throat> because um, they know. Once we realize, oh, we don't need to be afraid, and we unite. They know we're capable of that. <laughs> they know his, his, yeah, history has proven that. You know what I'm saying? They're going to continue to allow the fear to, to, to get to us. Now, we're angry. We are very angry, but we're still afraid. Yeah. Mm. We have to reach the youth and get some real fired up uh, energy ready to die youth to make this happen and instill them with the tools, the skill sets to, um, to, to take, to take it to the next level, you know? And, and, and again, like I said, it involves a lot of organizing because we're not just talking about taking down a system where where we, you know, I hear that a lot, burn it down, do this. Yeah. But what do you, what do we have in place with that? What, what, what are we going to replace? Remember we we have, we have, Families within families, we're, we're so mixed. We have so many people who have European American blood in them. We have so many people who have Asian American blood in them. Mm-hmm. We have so, we're so we're, we're as a black family, we are mixed and merged with the diversity of the American culture. You know, right, so it's, right. it's it's going to be very difficult. Which it shouldn't. I mean, we shouldn't even be doing at this point trying to just get black family. You dig know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we're diversified. You know, right. we, we have to think beyond that. Right. You know, how, how are we going to get past racism? How are we going to get past police brutality? How are we going to get past brothers killing brothers and innocently killing my my my, my young daughter, my mm-hmm. mom, my brother who just was going to college, he just got a scholarship, now he's dead. Right. Gonna, how are we going to get past that? How are we going to get past all of that and be able to say, okay, we're ready to do this? As a as a nation, you know, is it going to be the black family nation in 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 terms of a diversified black family, or is it just going to be the black family? Right, right, <laughs> right. So we, which way are we going to take this? Are we going to take it back to the sixties, or are we going to take it to twenty fifty and twenty eighty, and really be on some futuristic? This is how we need to do it. Right. I mean, I believe it's it's very positive for us to look at our past. You know, you said the sixties, <clears throat> and, and 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 be educated and know what our people that came before us did, the fights they were fighting, and um, embrace that and move forward. So take it to the next step. Okay, so they did this. Um, so like you mentioned, protesting in the sixties, they protested in the sixties. 
They boycotted in the 60s. Um, they did a lot of different things in that time, civil rights movement, all of that. So what's the next part after that? Because right. it kind of feels like, you know, we're kind of doing like, the same thing. Looping. Mm-hmm. Right. We, 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 we looping, and we need to break that cycle. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I'm not trying to say go out and kill anybody, but if I know if somebody tried to take my wife or my daughter and, 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 and it's based on race, it's, I, I don't know. I'm not, it's not gonna yeah, be. Go ahead, say, I, big homie. Go ahead, say, homie. <laughs> we it's, do not it, 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 condone violence on this show. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Now that we got that disclaimer out, go ahead right. and say what you were gonna By say. By any means necessary. <laughs> Absolutely not. By whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. But that's the right. bottom line. You know, we gotta protect our community. We gotta protect our moms. We gotta protect our fathers and our brothers and our sisters and our nieces and our nephews. And we gotta protect our babies against the tyrancy of white supremacy and those that are of our own ethnic group that are tearing us down. We, we, it's a double-edged sword. That's that's my perspective. We're going against the double-edged sword. And, mm-hmm. and until we get past those two obstacles, we're not going to be as successful as we need to be. So I got I have a question, and maybe maybe we'll bring a little bit of humor to the table. Um, I want Unc, I want to get your your view, and I'm I'm gonna say it right now I'm guilty as charged. Oh, Beck, I, I know you guilty as charged, and Isaac, I know you guilty as charged. What you talking about? Saying the word nigga. Oh God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are what are your views when it comes to that unification that you're preaching and and, and, and illustrating? When we say that word, um, and it, it just gets fabricated and looped around so much to the point where we're ready to 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 kill somebody for somebody other than a black person saying it to us, mm-hmm. but we use it amongst ourselves. And like I said, I'm, I'm guilty of it. We use N-I-G-G-A. Right, right. Not N-I-G-G-E. <clears throat> I, I totally get it. I totally understand it. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Totally get it. But guys, I mean, guys, go, go ahead. Um. You guys know Michael Rappaport, right? Yes. All right. So him and I, we went to the same college before. I really wasn't fond of him. Um, I mean, I think he's cool now in terms of what he's saying and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. At SUNY Old Westbury, I was an activist. My godbrother and I, Kahil Kwame Bell, we were like activists on campus. All of the protesting that you're seeing now, we was doing that on campus. Nice. So, um, and he, Rappaport used to chill with the brothers. So one day I was putting up some um, posters for a rally in, on one of my bulletin boards in um, the, the academic center. And um, he was chilling. He was like, yeah, my nigga, yeah. And I was like, what? I'm turning around like, what? And I'm looking at him. What <laughs> say that, man, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Right. I was like, I, don't, I didn't get it. You know, I didn't get it. You know, right. now I get it. You know, we're in 2020. I, you know, I get it now. I got it maybe a few years after that. But I understand it. You know, I understand the concept of endearment and the, the use of the word nigga. And that means, yeah, we cool. We, you know, we bout it, bout it and all that. Right. Um, you know, and that's different from nigger, you know, and how racists use it. And But even white dudes say nigger and we still ready to go at them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's Just, a double standard. That's right. Double standard. It's, 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 we, we, we need to get out of that. 
that's, right. that's, that's just, um, it's like we can kill ourselves, but we don't want the white man to kill us. Mm. That's basically mm-hmm. it. That answers my question. <laughs> for real, for real. Oh, no. Mm-mm. We got to snap out of that, that Willie Lynch concept. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's part of that, that, um, that, that hypnotic spell that, that many of us are still under, you know, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to break out of that, and and uh, and that's with that whole allowing the police, not allowing the police white supremacists to kill us, but we can allow the brothers to kill us, to kill our brothers, our sisters, our mothers, our, our, our children. It's okay, mm-hmm. but when it, when a police officer come or a white man come with a gun and kill us, no, it's not okay. It's not okay. So we got to get out of that ideology. Because that's what's killing us. Yes. <laughs> part of what's killing us. I like how you put that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much. A cycle. So, you know, there was the Springfield Massacre, the Rosewood Massacre. There were so many massacres. You know, mm-hmm. we, we are still suffering from all of these different atrocities. You know, the trauma has been passed down from our parents to us, through mm-hmm. our culture, through what we eat, through how we dress through how we um, clean up in our house, how we clean up the backyard, the front yard, the, our bedrooms, et cetera. There's, there, you know, there's so much that needs to be done. And we have to move hard. We have to move like a stealth, like a ninja. And, 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 and we have to be progressive with this movement. Or, or if we not use the word movement with this, with this ideology, ideology, you know, it has to happen. You know, how, however we look at it, you know, whatever approach that we need to take, it has to be smart. You know, we're, we're, we're using smart as a keyword with technology, with everything that we use just about in our cars, with, with our light bulbs, our phones. Yeah. Smart, because we're in a whole different era. This whole digital print, digital era is a whole different ballgame. We're, we're at a whole different level. So we have to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And, and, we, and we have to be smart. We have to be strategic. You know, and, and, and one of the things that I, I, I like with the riots and the, the burning down the precincts, you know, I was I, I kind of felt good when that precinct burned down. And, uh, yeah, you I, know, I, I, okay. <laughs> I was kind of OK with that. Uh, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But it but, felt but a little good. At the same time, like, are we, you know, are, are we just exasperating it a little bit or are we being smart? Are we being strategic? You know, right. like, are, are we... Should should we be going after any old cop, or should we be going after the cop that shot our sister or our brother? That's right. that, that. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. That's part of my take too. You know, like my thing also. Not to interrupt you, but we also have to um, not allow this um, force field that we build within each other within within the um, revolution. This strong wall to not be penetrated by these radicals that come in to try because they're coming in. Uh, uh, what is what were they? Um, they got a name. These, these the Antifa, oh. Antifa people. Yeah, these rat to allow them to come in and penetrate that wall that we have right. and allow us to be able. Now we doing the same crazy stuff they're doing, but yeah. It may be warranted, but why did we allow them to come in and do that? Why did we allow them to prey on that, those insecurities that we have, that anger that we have to allow us to go outside of what was planned, and right. now we're doing something else? This is because the same reason why we allow 
COINTEL, all these different agencies to slip crack in the community, heroin in the community, mm-hmm. cocaine mm. in the community. We're not protected. We don't, we don't, we're not strapped. We we don't have a condom on. You dig what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're not mm-hmm. protected. We don't have our own community-based militia or police. You know, you look at the um in in in, in Brooklyn, in in um Williamsburg. The Hasidic Jews, they have their own police unit. They have their own ambulance unit. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't have that. I didn't know that. We don't Mm -hmm. have We need our own policing community. We need, and we need to have a community board where those who are are canvassing our community are in communication with our our community. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. now, one of the issues here in New York is that a lot of these European-American police officers from Long Island who are uh, socially and culturally disconnected with the culture of the brothers and the sisters in, 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 in Bed-Stuy and Brownsville, East New York, mm-hmm. they, they, there's, a, there's a cultural disconnect. So how they roll could be how, how the brothers and sisters roll in, in, in our neighborhoods are different from how the police may perceive us and think it's a threat. Because right. they know how they roll, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so if we have a community uh, board where they can meet, there's there's some type of event where they get to understand how we roll and we understand how they. We need that. Really, we need to build relationships. Mm-hmm. If we're going to take it to that level, if we're going to go in that direction, we got to build relationships. Yeah. It, it's going to continue to be an us against them mentality. And and that's what's dividing us. That's what's destroying us. And, and, and until we get past that, it's going to continue. And us against them within our own community, us against them within the European-American races or those who just totally don't understand us. Right. I like the way that was put right there. Mm-hmm. How to get past that. Got to be Word. No. Yeah, man. Yep. So, you know, that's, that's what we got. Damn, that's where we at. We need education. We need uh, economic independence. We need programs. We need plans. We need a team of strategic, smart individuals who are really ready to be progressive, to take this to the next level. Mm. That's the bottom line. That's final thought right there. Period. That's what's up. You dropped the mic, up. Huh? <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> dropped it. Mm-mm. I, I I don't even know how to follow up with that one right there. <laughs> I, I, I really I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were speechless the whole damn show, so yeah. So I you gotta kind of say something. You gotta say something. Oh man, we are doing our an incredible avenue in 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 support system through media through social media. And you're providing an outlet for people to hear, people to understand, and, and where relationship building can be done, where we can understand different views and, and how we can move forward. Uh, I think that's incredible. We need more of that. You know, we need yeah. more, we need more outlets and um, plat- platforms, you know, where we can come up with concepts and, and, and act on them and, and, and try to move us forward. We have yeah, to move yeah. forward. You know, that's what's up. Yes. Wow. Progressive. I mean, it's easily put a put a left and a right in the same room and mm-hmm. see if they can hash it out. Uh, chances are they're not. 
because the left is going to stick to the left and the right is going to stick to the right. To the right, yep. You know? and, and the moderates, they're going to do their thing. So mm. if, if, it's, if we're going to... If we're going to take it beyond that, it's about what's morally right and what's morally wrong. You know, when you see people getting shot and killed, and if you think that's okay, then okay. If you want to take it there, and if that's what we got to do, if we got right. to the bloodshed, then it's not going to be nice for anybody. It's not. No, no, I agree. I like I agree. that logic. Because even, even if left sticks with left and right sticks with right, if this is going to be a revolution, then the only way that you can go is forward. That's it. Push through the left, push through the right. Who knows? Both they ways. might even mind their own business. Both ways are going to be clipped. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, I want to be the first to say we so, so appreciate you joining us for this topic. This was such a huge topic and you like bust through it with, with, with all kind of explosives and fireworks and just boom, smashed it completely. And it we was so beautiful. Dead. And we want to, from me, GR, and Isaac, and that's what's up, we want to extend our gratitude and thanks for you joining us this evening. I appreciate you all for having me and allowing me to voice. And I hope this doesn't come back and bite me in my butt. <laughs> oh. nah. <laughs> nah, you good, bro. Nah, you good. You Working good. For the government. <laughs> right, right. You know. You're going to be all right. Yeah, but I appreciate you all, all three of you, and what you're doing. And please continue to do what you're doing. And um, hopefully we, we can see and make something happen out of all of this in the long run. You know, we can look back 10 years from now, 20 years, five years, whatever, and say, okay, well, something something really significant happened that changed a lot of the killings, uh, both by white supremacist police officers and the um, black community. Yeah. Awesome. Double-edged sword. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Isaac, tell them how they can listen to us. Listen, if you want to reach out to us, if you want to, if you have an idea for a show, if you want to talk about a similar idea or anything of the sorts, hit us up at that's what's up, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Or, or, you can hit <laughs> us up on the form. That's what's up, P-O-D, dot com. We got a live form there. And if you have any questions for uh, Mr. Blackfoot, am I saying that correctly? I feel so bad. I, I thought it, I thought it was a nickname. I well, feel so bad. The first name, Blackfoot, just like the indigenous people, Blackfoot, one word. Yep. yep. And Uwak, uh, like um, like Bach, you know, Uwak. It has uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uwak is like brother, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Blackfoot, brother Uwak, or just brother Blackfoot, or, or you know, however you want to flow. That's right. If you got any questions for Mr. Blackfoot, you watch, hit us up on Instagram at That's What's Up Live. We will pass the questions on to him, and who knows? Maybe he might want to come back. Who knows? We hope so. Absolutely. (laughs) I would love to do it again. Holla back, holla black, holla back, black, back. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. And with that being said, you have been listening to That's What's Up, where we have been discussing everything about black excellence and what it means to be black in America. I am the big homie. And it's the one and only GI. And it's your girl, Chef Beck. And we will catch you all on the next one. 
Be easy. Peace and love. Peace.